0: Everybody and welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman, and we're here to talk about everything that could possibly bring us more joy in our lives. From mind, body to spirit, we'll cover it all here, and I hope to learn as much as you and get some good ideas from some other people who are living whole lives in mind, body, and spirit. And today, we're going to talk about following your bliss. Many of you are probably familiar with Joseph Campbell, and he said, when we follow our bliss, doors open in places we would never imagine. And it is true. I mean, have you ever experienced that when you're just in that sweet spot, doing what you're supposed to be doing, it feels so natural and so good, and you have an enthusiasm, and there's... There's that feeling of being in the now, in the moment, and everything else is in the background, and you are just cruising. Everything else falls away. Time is irrelevant. You know, I, I experience it sometimes when I'm editing. I love to edit uh, movies, and I'm it's sort of my hobby. I make these annoying, obnoxious family movies that I make everybody watch. But when I'm sitting there editing in iMovie, oh my gosh, time just goes by and I don't even notice it. I just, I enjoy it. It's such a creative endeavor for me. And and you probably have the same, something similar in your life. Well, following your bliss is just that. It's going where that natural pull takes you and feeling the joy and exhilaration that comes from that and just going with it. And it's hard to do sometimes in this busy, crazy life that we live in this world is so distracting. and we don't always have the opportunity to spend a lot of time following our bliss. But what Joseph Campbell says is that when we do, doors open and and money comes where, you know, if you're following your bliss in your career, your, uh, the money just shows up. And it doesn't always show up, I find, in expected ways. Sometimes it shows up in the most unexpected ways. For example, when I started working as an actress, I wasn't making very much money in the beginning and in fact when I was when I was <laughs> not making any money doing community theater it seemed as though our business was thriving at that time so it allowed me more time to pursue this passion that I had and I've noticed that for ever since I've been on this path of uh, creativity and acting and creating something to put out into the world, I notice that I'm always taken care of. I really am. And it's it's sort of that biblical principle of, you know, Jesus says, consider the lilies of the field. They don't toil, they don't spin, they don't have to do anything. They just are, and they're taken care of. And... I think that's sort of what Joseph Campbell means when he talks about following your bliss. So today we're going to explore that a little bit more with my very first guest, and she happens to be a celebrity. I'm so excited. Her name is Caroline. Um, I won't reveal her last name yet because you'll have to uh, stay tuned for that. But she is new to Broadway, relatively new. Actually, she's been on Broadway for a year now. Um She started out in Wicked, and now she is getting ready to perform in a brand new show on Broadway, uh, written by Harvey Fierstein, and Cindy Lauper wrote the music, Harvey Fierstein wrote the book, called Kinky Boots. So Caroline will be here, and we'll talk to her, because her story really is one of following your bliss, and I think it will inspire you, it certainly has inspired me, and pretty much everybody that... She comes across is inspired by her. So we will welcome now Caroline, last name to be discovered. Welcome, Caroline. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Just enjoying this tea and cookies. <laughs> I had to bribe you with cookies, but thank you so much for That's being a good here. Bribe. I want to tell you, you're my first guest on my <laughs> podcast. Awesome. And, um, you're a celebrity. So my first guest I mean, and a celebrity. I think celebrity. that's an exaggeration. You are a celebrity. A you are a bona fide celebrity. You've been on Broadway for a year now. Congratulations.
1: Thanks, girl.
0: <laughs> We're doing a show about following your bliss, and I think you know a lot about that because um, I know a little bit about you, and I know that you have for a very long time aspired to be a musical Did you theater. stop me on YouTube? I I have to admit, I have, uh, I've checked you out here and there throughout the years, and I know a lot about you, <laughs> um, but, but let's not go there, because it might be a little obsessive. Um, so anyway, let's go back to the day when you got your Broadway, your first Broadway show. Tell me about that day.
1: Um, well, I was really tired, because it was the end of the week and um i had gone through a series of auditions and um my mom happened to be in the city with me how exciting <sighs> it was For really her. cool yeah it was pretty cool um and she uh her and i were together and she like was like questioning the whole experience and was like what's going on what how did how did it go how do you feel and i was like i don't know cuz I was just so tired. I kind of didn't really even want to talk about it
0: anymore. And wait, you've only been in the city at this point for a couple of weeks. It was right? three weeks. The third week, I booked a Broadway Crazy. show. Crazy! You moved to New York.
1: On you get an audition.
0: How would you get that audition? First of all, let's just recap. Well, um,
1: it kind of just—I mean, I knew I had—I had talked about Wicked forever. I saw the show when I was 16 years old. And so it was kind of something that I knew I always wanted to do and I knew that I when I was moving to New York I I kind of had this vision of <laughs> of you know being in wicked but I'm um, not just that like I was trying to be smart too and and know what shows I was right for at the time. And so um I had I had auditioned for Bernard Telsey, which is like the biggest casting agency in in New York, and I had auditioned for them a couple times. And I, when I was on tour with Spamalot, I submitted for. I didn't know this at the time. I found this all out afterwards, but um, I had submitted for Funny Girl, which actually fell through. It didn't. It didn't end up happening yet on Broadway. Hopefully, it will in the next couple of years or something. But um, I submitted. That for would That would be a great role for you,
0: by the way. I don't know. Oh, Fanny Bryce?
1: Totally. It would be, I mean, it would be a dream, but I don't think that's, I don't know. But okay. thank you. Um, but I um, submitted for that, and they had, I didn't know this at the time, but somebody, I have insider resources that tell me <laughs> that um, they put my headshot in a Wicked of Buff file. Ooh. So I was in a file, and that's, just because I submitted and I, like, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm a nobody. So, like, when I submitted, I was like, mm, they're not even going to look at this. They're so going to throw away my headshot. And they actually took a peek at it. So that's really awesome
0: and just So they call you, you in. To they call you in for this this, Elphaba understudy role mm-hmm. that happened to open up mm-hmm. the same week that you moved to New York.
1: Well, they called me, it, I think it was the second second week i had moved into this teeny tiny apartment it was like a box and um i was i couldn't believe i was living there um it was like i mean it was it's a perfect first new york apartment because there was mice like walking on the counters and um it was right above a burger shop so you always smelt burgers <laughs> and I don't usually eat cheeseburgers, but I had a couple
0: because they smelled so good. And they were right there. And they're
1: actually, they're actually like, it's funny because I didn't think I would want burgers because I lived <laughs> over a burger joint. But I, they're the best like cheeseburgers in New York, mm. I think. And it's like this shack. Good to know. Called to Lucky know. Burger. Lucky Burger. 52nd and Lucky 9th. <clears throat> it's really awesome. And okay. Have, like, late night.
0: <laughs> anyway, eat your cookies. You must be hungry. You're talking um, about burgers. mm
1: so, I moved into this, like, crappy apartment, um, and and it was, I called it, like, a strip. It was literally just, like, a strip of an apartment, and one bedroom was on one side, and the one bedroom was on the other, and then there were just little nooks for the kitchen and the bathroom that always smelled bad, um, and so, anyway, yeah, I moved there on October 1st, and then... The second week, I got a call from Telsey, and they're like, "We'd like to see you for Wicked," and I was like, "You would?" <laughs> and then, and she's like, "Yeah." So, um, I and I immediately jumped into like, "All right, this is it." Mo, like, this is the audition I've been waiting for. Because I literally, I kept saying to multiple people that I was like, "All I need for them to do is call me. All they just need to call me in. They just need to see me. I can
0: do it." You knew you could do it, and
1: I had an end. And a week prior, my roommate that I didn't really know very well, she was cool, but um, we didn't really get that close, but she had, I was like, I just want to be seen for Wicked. Like, I was like, I just think they need to see me for Wicked. And she's, she said to me, she's like, she's being practical. I'm, I don't blame her for this, but she was like, um, you know, they they have people like in line to play that role. So yeah, there's like, you know, there's lists of people that they have to choose from for that. So that's going to be a little... A little hard, and and in my head, I didn't say this to her because it would have sounded cocky. But I was like, "They haven't seen me yet. <laughs> Go girl!" Like, I didn't say that out loud. I just said, "Oh yeah, right. you're right." Your and then I get the call the next week, and I was like, "I'm mean, I I knew I was going to get it.
0: I mean, part of me knew I was going to get it." Okay, part so you get like, the call, and how many callbacks did you have? Three, three callbacks, three. Okay, cut. I got to- called back
1: on. On the spot, the first audition. Oh, okay, so that I went in, in and they sang Alpha material. material, um, and they said, "We, I'd like to, um, I'd like to see you for the creative, or I'd like the creative team to see you." Um, and so I was like, "Sweet," walked out of that with a callback, and then I, the, he was like, "They called me back the next day, and um, the creative team saw me, and I don't know. I just did. I just." I don't know. It all just kind of fell into place. It was kind of cool.
0: Very cool. Okay. So then you go to your final callback. Cut to October. That was a dance callback. The final callback o- was a dance. October 21st. 21st. And 2011. Your beautiful mom was there. My beautiful, luxurious, fashionable Sexy mom. mom was there. And so tell me and about that. And so
1: I do my dance call. It's like we're in there for like over two hours probably. And... I don't really know. I mean, I think I do. I did the best I could. Um, it's really weird dancing. So, like, and I, I, I don't know. But I, I I, was just trying to, like, bring all the atten- put all the attention on me. Like, I wanted them to watch me. So, like, I don't know. And uh, I remember um, the dance supervisor, he was he corrected me a couple times. And I'm like, oh, he's watching me. This is good. <laughs> so you didn't take it as a
0: negative you no, saw, no 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 I was like oh
1: I was like sweet he's correcting me he's going to see if I can make corrections I better make this I better correct it and okay. I did okay. and then um, I finished and um, I walked outside and I called my mom and my mom was like down the street was so close and I went and met her and then She's trying to pry it out of me and I just don't really want to talk about it cuz I'm I don't know it's it's like coming down from a high of the week. Here right. I was like so tired and I re- I my body finally let me be tired cuz I had been like go 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 the whole week. And then we're walking down the street trying to find a place to eat and my phone rings and I was like I was like mom this is them. And I d- thought maybe they'd say come in for a final callback but no he just offered me my Broadway debut and And that was it.
0: It was like... did you
1: freak out? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I freaked out, peed my pants a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) cried.
0: And what'd your mom do? Was she crazy?
1: (laughs) She actually was pretty calm. It's like she kind of knew. Yeah, I bet she she did. She was like... She also videotaped me.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, Mm-hmm. I know. I've watched that video. It's really good. (laughs) Yeah, she's dorky. She's almost as dorky as I am. Um, And we... just walk down the street, like, I, I don't know, I i couldn't feel my flags anymore.
0: Oh, so that must have been a surreal moment for you, because yeah. after all this buildup, I mean, of course you prepared... Right you went to musical theater school you went to Penn State you graduate with a degree you get a job right out of college you actually had a tour while you were in college mm-hmm. right you mm-hmm. went to China mm-hmm. with fame how mm-hmm. was that that was amazing right it was good it was a cool experience to have And then you that's you also got a tour with the same company to Turkey mm-hmm. you went did did what you do Greece there and then, see, I know everything about you. I'm, I'm obsessed. <laughs> so then, and then you did spam a lot for a year. And it was a yeah non- it was perfect. Tour, it, was, got to... it was all perfect. It all like, I I've been very lucky. I haven't had. I well, there's luck and there's preparation, and yeah, and it, it all... all comes together. But there was that original vision. Now, when when we talk about following our bliss, I mean there's actually a little bit of work that has to be done first you have to figure out what your bliss is how did you know and when did you know that you wanted to be a an actress a musical theater actress um i guess i i don't know
1: i mean i know i've always wa- i've always done it and i've always been it's always been a
0: passion but i think um from how early when did you start I know I the answer. I was really to this, young. What's the answer? Tell the audience. <laughs> I think you were pretty young. I was you were, really young. You, you did some theater when you were, well, you did Secret Garden when well, you were 11. I was right? like,
1: gypped out of roles when I was in
0: elementary school.
1: <laughs> you hadn't like, reached your. We did this show called Once Upon a Lily Pad, <laughs> and I didn't, I did was not even considered. <sighs> I was just in the background. I was like a little turtle or something. <laughs> Aww. Oh,
0: you know, it's just, it's just sad. But you didn't let that get you down. No, I just lived. I lived my life
1: in that in that chorus.
0: And I know there was a story about you auditioning for the musical Annie when you were little, also. Oh yeah, every girl's dream, right? I never got
1: to be in that show. Now I'm gonna have
0: to be Miss Hannigan or something. What happened when you auditioned for Annie?
1: I cried. I sang really quietly. And they go, you have a really pretty voice. Can you sing
0: louder? Can you, can and you I could go not. back to that? Can you take us back to that day and sing us a little, a few bars of the way you did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you were scared. Yeah, I was totally scared. But you that didn't... was the
1: biggest stage ever. And <laughs> I was like a
0: miniature. But you, you, it wasn't like your um, fabulous mom was forcing you to do that, correct? No. No, I wanted to. I was in the
1: car and I was like, I'm not even going
0: to be nervous. <laughs> Oh, and then you got up there, and then you I were got so up there, nervous. and I was so freaking nervous. Aww. Oh man! But you didn't let that get you down. You came back even stronger. Yeah, right? Yeah, and I think I think that's kind of the that's
1: those are the things. Not Annie auditioning when you're eight, but like I think going through those obstacles are what makes you realize it's that's your bliss. Because like I went, I've had a couple things happen where I where I was like almost starting to rethink this career and like think about, um, what I could, what else I could do. And instead, what else could you do? Do you, is there anything I don't else? know. I like dogs a lot. <laughs> so you could be a dog walker. I could play with dogs as my career. <laughs> I kind of want to own a dog farm one day. Oh, that'd be cool. Well, Just like a kennel and like have dogs and things
0: running around. <laughs> Just to play with them. That would be nice.
1: I'll play with. Other did you have dogs.
0: people I know you did throughout your life saying, "Are you sure this is what you're gonna do you want to do? This is gonna be a tough road? Yeah, kind of unbelievers. You know, my it's funny because my dad's side of the family are very practical people,
1: and my, I'd say my mom's side of the family are more of the dreamers. And so we i had I had both sides kind of pulling me in either direction and being practical and um my mom has always kind of just said no go for it my dad wh- it took him a little bit more convincing Well, he's, he's on board so, right. now he's on board he's now totally he's totally on board he's he checks the 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 status of my show more than i do right he likes to like reading the gross, the gross of the show. <laughs> yeah. he's like, he calls me up and he's like, "Did
0: you know that Wicked made two million this week?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> yeah, that means a lot to him, I'm sure. So, if, when people said things to you, you know, like, "Are, are you sure this is what you want to do?" What what went through your mind? Like, how did you how did you um, give yourself that confidence that yes, this is my path. This is what I'm going to do.
1: I well, never. I ne- actually never. I always, when people ask me that question, it kind of, like, revved me up a little bit. Like, I wanted to defend it.
0: Oh, like, I was, like, so ready a little, to. Little, a little feisty. A little feisty, a little yeah. piss and vinegar.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, I'm also, like, stubborn. So, that could have just been me being stubborn and, like, not wanting to be wrong. Um, but then, it's not even just that. Like, there, was, there were other things. I mean, I had really hardcore vocal problems and... And that was almost, a, I don't know, I just was trying to take things as signs and I didn't know if that was, like, if it mm. would be easier to try to choose something else because it's really, like, this um, business is really, a, you have to, like, really be careful with your body and you have to get a lot of rest and you have to make sure that your, your whole body and soul is ready to do this every single day whereas and that and i'm not putting down other people's professions but i mean you don't have to be that you don't have to have your whole mind and body and soul prepared for a day at the office right in a cubicle um and you can have weekends off and you don't i mean it's definitely a um it's a wonderful beautiful i'm career and it's like so exciting and I'm fulfilling my dreams but it's also really hard and, and it requires discipline <clears throat> and yeah it's yes. also really hard and and there people don't realize that
0: well I think you inspire a lot of people I think along along the way you've inspired younger people other people in the business people who've watched your career uh, what kind of advice do you have for somebody who may be say in college or right out of college and they're thinking about going in and pursuing this kind of a dream, or any dream f- for that matter, that they really feel in their heart is right for them, what would you say? I'd say
1: that um, if if that, I mean, if I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's... Everything, if it comes too easy, I mean, it, they wouldn't call it work if it was easy. So it's, you gotta fight for what you want. And there's gonna be ups and downs. And, but I think it's, it's all worth it if that's, if it's your heart's desire. And, you know, you only live once, so
0: why not try to? fulfill every dream that you have i don't know did you feel like like joseph campbell said if you follow your bliss then doors will open where you would least expect. you know the unexpected doors would open did you feel like that happened to you no yeah totally i think quit hitting my mic okay sorry
1: (laughs) um i think that you have to be open to You can't just. You have to be open to other possibilities. If something, if one thing doesn't work out, something else is going to happen that will be better, or what was supposed to happen, and you'll realize that later. And it's hard. And I think that's. It's good to keep an open mind with anything.
0: And what about money? Um, A lot of people struggle with the idea of you know being poor. You know, and there's that whole starving artist sort of mentality myth that that really should be thrown out the window because you there's there's no reason the two have to go together right but um what do you say to yourself when there is that like right now you have uh you have some time off and you're not actually getting a paycheck so what do you say to yourself when you start to maybe those little creeping fears would come in about money
1: it's just money <laughs> i try i try to say that Um, it's hard to say that when you live in New York. New York's expensive, isn't it? Um, but yeah, money will be there, but it's also, it's just, that's, that's an individual thing, I think, because I think I have some friends that are super, super talented that I know you said it's not all luck, but it's definitely a portion of it, and I think that I've been very lucky since I graduated, to not I haven't really had a break of from work which is like awesome but um and I have some very talented friends who haven't had consistent work and it's not because of anything that they're doing or not doing it's just they're not their time yet and that's and so money is definitely an issue for some people and that's um hard but yeah. you'll find like you figure it out. It always works out. I always compare it to like writing a paper in college.
0: Hmm. Like you don't oh. you don't ever so?
1: you don't ever want to do it, but it always gets done somehow.
0: Hmm. So just have that faith you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Faith. You're
1: gonna get it done. Even if it's even if it's Waiting. eleven o'clock before and it's right. due at eight o'clock in the morning, it'll happen. You just gotta do it.
0: Yeah, figure out ways to make money while you're Quit hitting the mic. You have a little wiener table. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love my wiener table. Okay. Okay. So let's get back to your career because you're getting ready to start a new uh journey with Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots the musical. With Cindy Lopper, Harvey firestein Jerry Mitchell starting a whole new Broadway show. How exciting is that? That's really exciting. <laughs> That's really exciting Yawning while you're telling me that <sighs> Another cookie there's caffeine That's caffeine um, So Kinky Boots how's Cindy Lauper to work with Um, She's awesome She's so interesting
1: She's lived such an interesting life And she wears her hair All different ways <laughs> And her That's music important. is really good And she's She's really smart and weird, and I don't know. F- she's a woman.
0: She is. She's, she's a little woman. But um, she seems pretty cool. Yeah, it's really neat. And it's how really about Harvey like- First Harvey Fierstein. can you do a Firestein? No. <laughs> who
1: can? Who can? Um, he he's- is the nicest, dirtiest man I know. <laughs> he's so inappropriate, but he's like so nice so nice oh my gosh and you love the cast oh i love the cast i'm so excited to see them it's going to be a great show i'm huh? so excited they're so awesome and everybody's so established i'm like i'm like the pee wee of the group i'm like and um just it's just cool to work with established actors and people who have been in the business and they just know what they're talking about and there's no drama it's just they're there to make a good show and um, I'm just learning a lot. It's nice. It's a good learning experience for me because I can sit and watch and just take in everything.
0: Everything. That's awesome, Caroline. Well, congratulations on all your success. Congratulations on Kinky Boots. We're looking forward to seeing it at the Al Hirschfield Theater, mm-hmm. opening officially April fourth, but previews May March March third third. So exciting. Well. I have been stalking you for years, probably since you were born, and I won't. Probably
1: since I was a mere thought, (laughs) a a mere twinkle
0: in my eye, and I will continue to do so. And it's been so easy talking to you. I feel like I've known you all your life. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. um, Caroline Bowman, ladies and gentlemen. I finally revealed her last name. You can see her on the stage, on Broadway stage, on YouTube, on her website at www.carolinebowman.net. And pretty soon, who knows, the big screen. So thanks, Caroline. Finish your cookie. Mm -hmm. I love you. I love you.